Hello, I'm Hannah. And I'm Kylie. <laughs> and this is... Back Up for Grabs. Today we're going to be talking about Season 1, Episode 13. The Final Four. This is actually... The finale. Our finale of Season 1. So if you've stuck with us for this whole season, thank you and I'm sorry. <laughs> it's been a journey. <laughs> Alright, you want to get started with 30 second recaps? Oh, the wow. final one of season one. This episode was so long. I don't know if I can. It'll be, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Three, two, one. All right. There was a quiz about who knew each other better, and Kelly won that. And then Sue went home. And then Kelly held her hand on a pole longest, and Rudy went home. And then Richard won Survivor. But not bad. I'm, I'm impressed. I tried real hard on that one. <laughs> All right. Ready? Set, go. Okay, there's three different immunity challenges, or three different votes this uh, episode. One, Sue leaves, the second, Rudy leaves, and the third, um, Kelly essentially leaves, and then Richard wins the whole thing. Four to three. Yay. Good job. <laughs> I'm glad that I got the yay. And in the final seconds, feels like that really Summed it, it all, yeah, mm-hmm. summed it all up. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so... Yeah, I mean, tribal councils are the vast majority of this hour and a half long episode. But we start with some camp life where we get an interview from Sue shaving. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, as one does. <laughs> People are looking at themselves and realizing that they've lost a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I think they're also kind of coming to terms with how they all got there, which is largely just from their alliance. Um Rudy lets us know that in order to win the game, you need to make an alliance or don't even bother showing up. Which is interesting because way back when, Richard asked him to be in the alliance and he's like, no, I don't <laughs> want to do that. That sounds stupid. Mm-hmm. And we kind of get a lot of people's different perspectives on how it was their original alliance that ended up here. Rich says that it's like nice and neat that it's all of them, but it was at various points throughout the game the final four shifted significantly. Um, and that that lineup was not guaranteed from the beginning. Even though that was their initial plan, it changed far more than once. I think for every person there, not just Richard. <laughs> right, I feel like they each thought like they would take different people to the end, and then it obviously changed dramatically as they had to deal with each other for more mm-hmm. days. Yeah, and then we get into our first immunity challenge, which is my... Favorite type of challenge that we ever have. Literally, I love contested trivia (laughs) challenges. I think they're so fun. And I think it just shows a different side of the contestants that you don't necessarily see most of the time because... Like, who really cares, you know, about the people that they're hanging out with? (laughs) And I think, I mean, a lot of the times we don't see the conversations where that information would be Revealed. revealed. But it's obvious that they've had a lot of relationships built off camera or else you know how else would kelly know jenna's daughter's middle names like that's it's a deep cut (laughs) right when you and i were playing the quiz game as they were doing it and we would have done pretty well we would we would have done okay and i think had we actually been on the island we would have known all the answers to those questions Mm -hmm. the hardest ones for me are usually like what happened in specific challenges but i feel like if you're just talking about it all the time on the beach, like, what else do you have to do besides memorize who ran that leg of the race one time? Like, <laughs> Well, and we knew we knew who ran the legs of the race. What what got me was 
I mean, Jeff named these challenges, and that's not something I don't think happens in the future of, like, this is what this challenge is specifically called. Because mm-hmm. one of the questions was, like, about a relay race, and I thought that that was the legs of the race that we knew of. But then it was like, no, two Pagong people sat out. I'm like, did they? <laughs> did they really? <laughs> So I guess I need to be better at remembering the names of these challenges. Yeah. I think it's also, I mean, well, doing really well. Rudy did better than I thought he would, but when he really had to come up with names of multiple people at the same time, he didn't get those questions correct. Yeah. And I think part of that is honestly just old man syndrome. Like, I don't think my grandpa would know my middle name if you asked him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I don't think that reflects poorly on him as a person. No, he did pretty well, actually. Mm-hmm. Richard did not. Yeah, and then, I mean, I think that it's, it gets called back um, during all of the jury's questioning period, yeah. yeah. Uh, but he, I think that was probably Richard's least impressive Showing. appearance ever. Yeah. yeah. Because knowing Richard, it's not that people didn't tell him those things or that he didn't know the answers at one point. It's that he didn't care enough to remember. Mm-hmm. And I think that says more about him as a person than perhaps anything else did because yeah, and I mean, you we'll, should know some of those things. Right. <laughs> and we'll definitely get to that when we get to jury speech. So, so this actually um, challenge, they have tribal immediately after and it results in the first tie vote. Ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually didn't realize that that was going to happen. Yeah. It's I totally forgot. Two votes for Richard, who we figured out were Kelly and Sue, and mm-hmm. then two votes for Sue, which are Richard and Rudy. Mm-hmm. Um, so on the tie, it's just Kelly and Rich- or Rudy re-voting. Yeah, and Jeff gave both Sue and Richard a chance to sway the vote, which doesn't, I don't think, happen in any other tie moving forward. Mm-mm. They just re-vote, basically. Yeah. So he gives them a little... Like, time for a plea, he says. Mm-hmm. And Richards is basically like... <laughs> Cowbell! Yeah, trying to... Vote for me! Kiss her ass, basically. And then Suze is... You know me. You know how I operate. Do whatever you want. And I think she thinks she needs to sway Rudy more than she needs to keep Kelly's vote. Although that ended up not being true. Mm-hmm. Um, and who's, who's gonna change Rudy's mind in the final <laughs> hour? Honestly. Like, at any hour. Right. But especially, like, he's already voted once. Right. Well, and especially, like, knowing Rudy's integrity. Like, if he says he's gonna do something, he's gonna do that regardless of the outcome of, you know, the repercussions. Like, right. he, he's gonna stick to it. Especially with Sue. Because, frankly, if she had had any hope of changing Rudy's vote, she should have been campaigning for it. Before the merge, even. Right. Like, she just doesn't have that relationship with him. Mm-mm. She Whereas, only was really with him because of Richard. hmm Whereas if I think... I think if it was flipped and, you know, Rudy... Well, it's hard to... I don't know. Even say that, I guess. But I think Rudy wouldn't have... Even if he had built a friendship with someone that was stronger than his friendship with Richard, he still would have stuck to his word. So she was just... You know, never gonna get that. (laughs) Well, and I'm kind of surprised that Kelly voted for Sue, or voted, like, in favor of Sue in the first place to create the tie, because she seemed so against Sue in the first place, after all of their beef, and then, I mean, later she talks to Jeff, and she's like, yeah, like, she kept coming over to me, like, trying to be all buddy-buddy now that she needed something from me. So it surprises me that she even kind of gave her a chance. 
I think to me that was probably a strategic decision because once you're down to those four, mm-hmm. she knows if Rudy or Richard make it that they're taking the other person. Yeah. But I don't think there's a question in her mind that that's what's going to happen. So right. at least if you can knock out one of them and she knew that Sue would be yeah, voting for Richard. Although even that's a little bit strange to me. Like they must have come together and decided on that beforehand. Yeah. But I mean, it was something that I even told you like while we were watching, this was one of the reasons I thought Kelly lost a million dollars like she had the opportunity to get rid of Richard in this moment and this was the first strike yeah although I mean we're not totally sure what a tiebreaker would have even looked like if they continued to stay vote locked true at this point should have been fire probably in our day and age now yeah they wouldn't have even had a vote well they would have had the immunity winner vote Mm -hmm. and then the other two make fire yeah yeah but they had a tie-breaking before where they would usually um, count up whoever had the most previous votes, which mm. I think would have gone to Sue. Because I don't know that Richard... He didn't get many votes. I don't know that he's had any. Yeah. I think he's had a couple. Uh, but until, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He definitely never had any pre-merge, which right. was really impressive. Right. But I think Sue bothered enough people that she's probably got at least a few. I think so. <laughs> I think so. So anyway, Sue does go home. And then... The next day, Jeff wakes them up super early. (laughs) As he does. And wants them to do this little, like, walk through palms and... Palm fronds. Over (laughs) over hot coals and then do, like, a walk of, you know, the fallen survivors. Which I liked the little montage. We got to, you know, revisit everybody and you and I were like, aww. Mm Mm-hmm. And so we get to the final immunity challenge, which is reminiscent of what we do, you know recent Mm -hmm. days which is here's the idol the last person to take their hand off it gets it right and it doesn't last as long as some of these challenges do because when you get into like later seasons Aussie Parvati their whole season these things can go on for like eight plus hours yes and I think it's about an hour ish hour and a half um when Richard just takes his hand off and says look yeah he's like I'm giving my little speech yeah, I'm not going to win this. I have no expectation that I'm going to beat Kelly in an endurance test, essentially. So I'm just going to bow out. And, and let's both leave this of up you to chance. know that you owe me. So there it is. Good and luck. I, I honestly don't think it's the worst line of logic. Because Kelly has no real loyalty to Rudy at all. No. Rudy has none to Kelly. So right. for Richard, it's the best seat to be in. Odds are... They're both taking him. Right. Rudy was a little bummed. He was like, I should be sitting there and make Richard fight this out. And I think, yeah, the only real, like, oof, from that perspective is that Richard, without discussing it with Rudy at all, said, I'm going to make the 70-year-old man do all of the work to save our group or whatever. Right. And I, if I were Rudy, that would piss me off. (laughs) Yeah, well, especially since Rudy felt like it was almost a knock on the integrity of, like, you and I are going to do this together to the end. And then Richard was like, no, you are going to do this with me until the end. Yeah. And if Richard doesn't think he can endure past Kelly, then why would Rudy? Like, yeah. (laughs) But it doesn't end up mattering because in a transfer of positions, Rudy, um... It was really accidental. It was casual. Like, you could tell he didn't even realize he did it. And then Kelly was like, he did it. He did it. She sounded almost confused. Like, she wanted Jeff to, like 
confirm it. Yeah. Like, he took his hand off. <laughs> Which, I get that. I feel like I would be like, wait, yeah, what? Yeah, because <laughs> it wasn't when they were, like, standing there, but Jeff did explain, like, you have to be careful when you transfer. There wasn't so... a grand gesture beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. And so Kelly won again. He did. And Rudy kind of has an interview after that while they're back at camp where he sort of reveals that if he were in Kelly's position, he would take Richard because there's people on the jury that like Rudy, but not people on the jury that like Richard, which mm-hmm. I found interesting because it's making a lot of assumptions about how the jury would vote. And at this point, I get it. We've never seen a jury before, so they might be basing it purely off of who was friends with who. Mm-hmm. But I think there's plenty of people that are detached enough, especially the earlier vote outs on the jury, who are detached enough from everything that they're going to be looking for who they think was the best player. player. Right. Well, and that's why I think here's Kelly's second biggest mistake. She voted out Rudy instead of Richard, and she took Richard to the finals. I mean, Rudy might be likable in the sense that he didn't piss people off because he was so just upfront with what he had to say and... It was more of a take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. And he didn't really stab people in the back. He was just like, this is the, what I'm doing. Like, I'm voting you out. Mm-hmm. And they were like, okay, yeah, Rudy's voting me out. And no one can really say that Rudy played the game. No. He, Whereas, like, He didn't yeah. win any challenges. Right. I don't think. No, unless it was team. He did exactly what he said he was going to do the entire time. Which right, is which not... is what Richard was going to do, basically. Because after he agreed to the alliance, that's that was it. Mm-hmm. So Richard definitely played the game. And when Jeff kind of emphasized, we're voting for a winner of the game, I mean, it... Yeah, I do think Kelly was kind of in hot water whoever she picked, because Mm -hmm. some of the votes that she got, as Sean said, when he was actually writing down his final vote, were for the person that's least objectionable. And I think... And that definitely comes into play later in future seasons. And I think Rudy would have been less objectionable than Kelly, to the people who... Are voting. Didn't like Kelly. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think the votes that Kelly got, we can get into this more later, but mm-hmm. very much people were about committed to voting to her. Probably mm-hmm. didn't really matter what she said. Right. Um, whereas people who voted for Richard just as easily could have voted for Rudy because they either didn't like Kelly or the saving grace... Less objectionable. Was that, I mean, Richard's a terrible person, probably, but hey, at least he was honest. Right. And Rudy's not a terrible person and he's honest. Right. So then... But then did Kelly's Ru- looking but even did worse. But did Rudy play the game? Like, there's flip-floppy with that. Yeah. I don't know. I think, personally, if Rudy was in the final three, I would not have voted for him. I think he comes in third place to Kelly and to Richard, just because I'd be looking for someone who actually played, and I don't think I that agree. was him. I would Did he survive? Sure. Yes. Did he play Survivor? No. Not really. <laughs> yeah, I would have... I mean, as much as I've kind of harped on Kelly throughout this season, I respected... <laughs> Her ability to win challenges because, I mean, women are often not as capable of doing that, especially in the later... And there was a lot of heavily physical challenges. Yes, yes. So I do commend her for that. She did get over a lot of, like, mentally draining events in throughout the season. So, I mean, I give her a lot of props, but... And, like, obviously, I, I believe Richard deserved to win this season, so... At the end of the day, I agree, like, it would be Kelly and Richard in the in the finals, and Rudy was going to take third regardless. Mm-hmm. So, that happens. We don't have a ton of footage in between that vote and Tribal. No, um, they just burn their entire shelter. They burn the whole thing, which is so funny, because you always kind of wonder, like, oh, did they get 
you always kind of wonder if they received instructions to like kind of I don't know spiritually cleanse everything by the burning island. it. Yeah. Right. But you see here, this is like a hundred percent Kelly just wanting to go like pyromania. Kelly's like, like, I really didn't like anything about this, and we're gonna burn it now so that I feel better about myself on this island. And I think Kelly's big shtick is that she came in wanting to play, and then realized too late that she didn't actually want to be that cutthroat because she actually liked the people there. So then she started playing like she liked them, and then she went, holy crap, I'm not going to win if I keep doing this because my original cutthroat crew still wants to be cutthroat. Right. And that made her look wishy-washy, because she was. But I think she's just so unhappy in her head with, like, how that all played out that she just burned it all. Like, right. it's cathartic. <laughs> <laughs> and then product production would have to, um, you know, come save the day so the entire forest didn't burn down, but it's fine. I did find it interesting that we don't really see any discussion from Richard or Kelly about, like, planning their jury speech, because a lot of people now plan a jury speech. Meticulously, yeah, go yeah. through what they're going to say, how they're going to frame it. I think Richard did mention, he was like, yeah, I'm thinking of what they might ask me, but then he even made the comment, he's like, I don't think they're going to be very vindictive, I think this is going to be fun. Mm -hmm. It's like, really, you think that this is going to be a fun time? Yeah, so they walk into the jury. Um, they give their opening speech. Their opening statements. So, okay. Now that we're getting into this. Yeah. This is like... This is the fun part. For people listening, this is where we're going to do a majority of our analysis. Because final... We love this. We Final love this. tribals are what we talk about. <laughs> like, that's how we remember seasons. Like... <laughs> One of my favorite jury speeches to this day, I will literally watch at least once a year. <laughs> so, ugh. Love so it. we have opening statements. Um... I don't think it was great on Kelly's end. She basically asks them to vote as to who, who they she think is. is the better person. Yes. Not how they played. She literally said, I hope you don't judge me on how I played the game. Where are we? <laughs> what did you think this was? This was the wrong tribal for her to say that. I'll just, I'll say it. Um, and then Richard, I think, was pretty good. I mean, he he's funny because we all view him as a very manipulative, calculated person, but the way that he came off to the people that he played with is not consistent with that. Right. He said what he was going to do. He stayed true to his people that he said he was going to stay true to. Right. Even though he threatened to mess it up Multiple so times. many times, <laughs> he never did. <laughs> yeah, he literally just said, like, I came to win, I came to have a strategy, and I had that throughout, and I hope you respect that. Mm-hmm. And I think it was very matter of fact. And just based, if we're taking opening statements and nothing else, one I'm point for Richard. Yeah, one point to Richard. Then we get into everybody getting to share. Yeah. Slash interrogate. Slash Jervis. eviscerate. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so Jervis was first. He just wanted to know what they would change. It wasn't a very memorable question for me. No, but okay. At the same time, you, it's not probably memorable because everybody asks that at some point. Yeah. Or gets gets asked that. What was more memorable was... No one's ever asked that that's, before! That's true, that's true. <laughs> what was more memorable was Jervis's vote, like, when he went to his, like, little confessional to vote at the end, and we'll get there, but that's what I took away from, from Jervis for this. I think that's fair. Second was Jenna, who would replace you? And I really liked that question. That's an excellent question. Um, Kelly flubbed it. Yes. So Richard picked Rudy and Greg. He liked Rudy's integrity, and I thought that was a really good thing to highlight from him. Mm -hmm. And then he picked Greg because he saw Greg as competition and he thought Greg might have been trying to plan something, which was accurate on the week that Greg was actually voted out. Like, Greg was recognizing the fact that there was an alliance and it was when you and I actually realized that Greg might not be as, you know, dumb and 
super awesome as he might seem. (laughs) Yeah, and he was actually planning. So I thought Richard was really good to pick up on that. I think if Greg would have made it past the vote where he got voted out, that he would be in the final three. I, I could see that. Maybe not two, but three for sure. Yeah. But then Kelly picked Sonia and Gretchen for them being women and their character. So Sonia was voted out first. I was going to say, I think this was a poor choice because I think Kelly largely had the women jury members mm-hmm. already. I don't think she needed to make another women push. Yeah. Um, I also, well, yeah, but Sue wasn't going to be impressed by anything that Kelly said. (laughs) That's true. And second, I think that it actually insults everyone to say that you wish the person who was voted out first should be here. One, because obviously they didn't really, I don't know, impress many people if they were out first. Right. Well, and then the second person you pick isn't even on the jury. Like, that's still... Pretty degrading. I think this was that's an, this is an opportunity to appeal to people that you might not have had a chance to otherwise. Right. And she basically insulted everyone by picking Sonia and saying, "None of the people that I've gotten to know for over a month and watched you play for over a month, I still think this chick we know barely anything about is more deserving." And then, yeah, with Gretchen didn't make it to the jury, but I also think people didn't really like Gretchen that much. Kelly didn't know Gretchen. Mm-hmm. Like, you had her for what? I mean, like, and, and that's, like, what you said. Three, six days max? Yeah, she's basically appealing to Jenna. Like, oh, Jenna, you kind of liked Gretchen before Gretchen was voted off, but she already had Jenna's vote. Like, you don't need to appeal to Jenna right now. Right. So I, I agree with you. I just don't think it was the... So another point to Richard in my book for that. Yes. Then we go to Sean. Sean has no questions. <laughs> of course he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> then we go to Colleen. And Colleen wanted to know for future players what character trait got you to where you were. And I I actually kind of liked that because, I mean, it is the first time we're playing Survivor, obviously. And Richard mentions observation. And Colleen kind of scoffed at that because she didn't really see it. I agree with her. I think that for was a social, stupid thing for, a for Richard to say. For a social game, I agree. Because obviously when we did the... Your, like, your favorite challenge of, oh, do you know the players? Like, he knew nothing. He knew, he knew a little bit, but he, did, he didn't know much. He knew game-related things. He knew game-related things. And that's how he figured out Greg was trying to plan stuff. And, I mean, strategically, he, he, picked, out, he picked out gameplay. And that's how he also knew who ran each leg of challenges. He just didn't know, I mean, he didn't know anything about these people other than what they did game-wise. And so that's what he thought was uh, like his observation I guess I'm just not gonna give him credit for it I <laughs> I'll give you credit for that one Richard That's I about don't it. like Rich I think both of them picked terrible answers to this Kelly's whole faith thing that was such a cop-out that like, was nothing I don't know what you're talking about shut up Richard observation you're really gonna sit there after you just lost a game about knowing literally anything personal about all these people and say you're a great observer I didn't say he had a social game Richard okay he, <laughs> he is good at observing how people are, not who people are. Yes. And I think what you're 100%. talking about when you're observing someone, what Colleen was asking was what makes you a good, like, he, and then he's basically sitting there like, well, I paid attention to things. Like, you could have said anything else. You could have said that you were steadfast. You could have said your leadership abilities. You said, you could have said your ability to read people, not... Observe, like ability to read people I think that would have been and then he good... said he was self-aware it's like everyone hated you no one actually liked Richard 
ever at any point. Sue kind of did by the end. I think she because just, she hated Kelly. <laughs> Richard is a person. But no, he says, I'm fulfilling my obligation. And he says, I hope that after this is over, I never see you again. Yeah. Because my friends would judge you. Well, yeah. But still, it's, it's a, yeah. beyond me. How, oh my gosh. So <laughs> he I, picked a bad word, okay? He picked, he should have used a synonym that meant more to his gameplay. But observation-wise, he, he observed gameplay, which is how... Yeah, but I think if you're just complaining about the word, then I could also give that same argument to Kelly. I think if she would oh, have yeah. said grip, like, or sorry. <laughs> grip? Grit? Yeah. yeah, that that would have come across better than, I don't, I think she was using faith as a very yeah. nebulous, knee-jerk, like, that's the first word that came to my head, so right. that's what I'll say. Right, well, and, like, we talked about it, too, like, she was like, oh, yeah, like, I had faith in that stupid idol. It's like, excuse me? Yeah, the stupid necklace? Um, the stupid necklace that, that saved you, you five times? three weeks? <laughs> Like, you, oh, like, you're just degrading the game at this point. Like, you have no respect for the actual game. You're trying to only get by by who you are as a person, and you may be being a nicer person than Richard, even though none of them think that you were, because you backstabbed literally every single person based on the gameplay that you did. And then Horrible have... answers. Horrible. <laughs> uh... Did you have more that we're bringing up, or can we go to Sue's? We, well, the next the person was Rudy, and Rudy said that he just felt dumb, and then he left, so I said, moving <laughs> on. So then it was Greg. Greg asked them to choose a number between 1 and 10. Rich I strongly believe that this was actually what made Greg decide. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Well, I, I would I would give a little bit of, of uh, weight to... Maybe Richard saying that, yes, Greg, you were a strategic person. I don't know if Greg cares about that. I don't think he would. I think he he knows that he is, and yeah. I don't feel like he needs Validation. Richard's approval yeah. to, yeah. So Richard picked seven and Kelly picked three, so I'm really actually kind of curious what number it was, but. Yeah, we should we should find that out. We end up, I mean, Greg ends up voting for Richard in the end, so it was and closer to seven. And that was the seven. final vote. Yeah, it was the final vote. He was the tiebreaker. Um... So then, yes, now we may move on to Sue. Sue has no questions. Sue just has some very, very strong statements. She basically just eviscerates Kelly as a person. Yes. Um, and I think we were all kind of worried. I think because her addressing the jury, I was like, no one's going to vote for Kelly after that. Like, are you kidding? Mm -hmm. But interestingly, in all of the confessionals, none of them seem to really have been swayed by Sue's speech. Right, and Seems... Jervis was even appalled by I Sue's speech. The people who were going to vote for Kelly voted for her anyway, and also they voted for her harder now because they just yeah. hate what Sue did. And I... the people who were voting for Richard didn't care about the speech and they were going to vote for Richard anyway. And I think, honestly, the way Sue handled it said so much more about Sue than it did about Kelly because... Kelly was sitting there like, I could tell you stuff about her too, but I'm not going to bother because right. what does it matter? Like well, she's trying to make you all vote about what happened between her and I, mm -hmm. which I think anyone knowing Sue wouldn't probably sit there and think, oh yeah, that's the complete picture. That is the whole story. Mm -hmm. Sue sized it. <laughs> well, and even Jervis said like, that's like what a sore loser does. And it's, it's true. Like, and I think she, she was so much less aggressive when she got voted out and left than I thought she would be. And mm -hmm. I think she sat there and ruminated on it and decided to blame Kelly. Kelly. And they were good up until then. Like Kelly literally voted to 
keep her. you for the first time. Mm-hmm. And so I think she's just bitter that she left. Yeah. And she, she's the one that's been talking about the money the most. Mm-hmm. She's the one that's been talking about how she doesn't like people. Mm-hmm. And now she's so appalled that someone who, I don't know, loosely tried to like actually have a social game, although they didn't have a word for that yet, but I would say Kelly had a social yes, game. Yes, 100% did something that she deems untrustworthy and yeah, now ma- she made more friends than just the quote-unquote alliance that kelly didn't want to be a part of in the end anyway mm-hmm. i i don't like sue no i don't and that looked real bad and i don't think i don't think she's been the worst player necessarily no. i think she's done a pretty good job of sticking with the strategy i just think she's so immature and has Yes. A very set idea of what friendship means to her, and if people don't fit exactly into that, they're, they're dead. dead to her. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, like, we've had people, like, juries compare players to, like, animals in the past, make analogies and stuff, but, I mean, and the rat and the snake come up a lot in future tribals, but it was just so degrading mm-hmm. at the end, and it was so unnecessary, as we've said. Like, you didn't need to be that horrible of a human, in that moment. And it and wasn't then, gonna change anyone's no. mind. And then, after all the votes are, you know, announced and we find out the winner, if you watch, like, Sue tries to, Sue hugs the winner. Well, okay. And then she tries to also go up and hug Kelly. And Kelly says no and moves on to someone else. Like, I don't... I if don't you, blame her at all. No, I, I agree. But, like, if you... During Sue's speech, she was like, I never want to see you again. Like, if, if you're dying, if you have no water, vultures can eat you and have their way with you. But then she wants to give her a hug at the end. Like, I just don't... Yeah, were you doing it for a dramatic effect or did you actually hate me that much? Either way, you're a trash person and yeah. I want nothing to do with yeah. you. Yeah, so moving on. Um, I mean, we can split up who got who got whose votes, so... Richard. So Richard gets votes from Sean, Sue, Rudy, and Greg. And Kelly gets Jenna, Colleen, and Jervis. I'd say... But apparently Colleen went in... Intending to vote for Richard, mm-hmm. and something Kelly said along the way did sway her to to go that way. Yeah, this is what's interesting to me. It's I think walking in, Richard played the better game, and I think if there were no jury speeches at all, Richard probably still would have won. Yeah, Richard played the game. He, he had a he much, came to play survivor. Yes, he had a much better jury presence than Kelly did at any point. Yes. I think Kelly looked victimy. Yes. I think she chose poor statements to say whatever. I do think that if she had walked in and worked the social game angle, yes. she would have had a chance. Yes. Because the people who liked her still voted for her anyway. She just needed one more. Mm-hmm. And I think framing it in the way of like, Richard didn't adapt to anything at all. He came up with a plan day one and he followed it. Okay, great, because the plan worked. But equally, anyone else could have done that. And if it hadn't panned out, they wouldn't be here to talk about it. Richard's plan working has more to do with the force sticking with him than it does of... I don't know, some ingenuity that Richard had that no one else had. Right. Kelly had to play from the bottom, I would say, a majority of the time because she was on a tribe that was losing a lot at the beginning and then she was at the bottom of her alliance and so then she went to try to go play a social game with other people and she was at the bottom of their alliance because she hadn't been on their tribe and then and then she went on an immunity streak to actually make it to where she was. I have more respect for that if you frame it that way. If you frame it that and way. And she didn't. No. And I... I don't know that if she had done better that it would have changed anyone's mind. Well, especially if she had brought up the fact that she didn't like her alliance. Because, I mean, I gave her a lot of rap during the, during our episodes of 
her saying, oh, I didn't like being a part of the strongest alliance. Like, this made me very uncomfortable. Like, all this stuff. And, like, security is such a big thing in Survivor. And if you're on top, you don't complain about it. Like, people complain about being on the bottom. And they're like, I have to scramble. I have to talk to these people. Like, oh, look at me. I'm like a sitting duck. Like, I'm going home. Whereas, like, Kelly had the opportunity to change the game multiple times and, like, get a good core group of alliance with people she actually wanted to play with. But she didn't. Yeah. And so if she had owned up to that and said, I should have played more with my social game. Yeah, if she would have sat and her opening statement yes. would have been, here is what my ideal game, knowing what I know now, would have looked like. Yes. Here's who would have been sitting with me. Here's yes. why Richard didn't actually, you know, deserve to be here. Right. Well, and she could have owned up to it and said, Colleen and Jenna should be sitting here. Mm-hmm. She could have even said, the only reason Richard is here is because of me. So yes. you're welcome. Yes. Like, and she didn't emphasize any of the things that I think would have helped her a lot. But then again, like I said, I don't know that anything that she could have said would have really adjusted anything. No, I mean, the only person, like, I'm looking at the list, would probably be Sean that she might have swayed. I don't, I mean, if Greg's really only picked Richard based off of this number thing, then that wasn't going to happen regardless, because it would just be, like, Sean voting alphabetically for the whole season. Mm-hmm. But if, I mean, Sean would be the only one I thought she maybe could have swayed. Because it definitely wasn't going to be Sue and it definitely wasn't going to be Rudy. Yeah, I think that's fair. But we have our sole survivor. Richard Hatch! Richard wins season one. Should we give him some snaps even though I could (laughs) probably not care if he got hit by a bus? In this moment. (laughs) That's fair. In this, as as the winner. I recognize Richard as the first winner of Survivor. I, I think he came to win Survivor. He came to play the actual game. He did do a lot of strategy. I liked that he set up alliances. So we're casting our final votes. Yours is for Richard? Yeah. Mine's a based off of Based off of what she did in final... I mean, I guess you can take into everything. But that's what changed... What really tipped the scale for you? You haven't really liked Kelly? Ever. I haven't. I haven't. I've, I do appreciate she did well in challenges... But I didn't like her. I didn't like her social game. That's fair. So, I think Richard played the best game, and like we've talked about, Kelly bombed her final tribal. Yes. And like I don't want to put all the emphasis on that, but it really bugged me. But if me. you were on the fence, it wouldn't. Have it gone. really bugged me. Yeah, I probably would have been on the. F- I think it depends how I played my whole game because if I really did ally with who I said I would at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. It's me, Stacy, and Kelly in the final three. Mm-hmm. Whoever gets voted off at final two. I'm probably going Kelly based on... But I don't know. It depends on what relationship I had with her because I think that's what would save her. Whereas that's fair. Richard, I think you no one's fighting with the relationship. The yeah, He played the better game. Yeah. He did. And I... I don't know, it's so hard because it's like we point out these people who like played better, but she made it to final two. She did. Like you don't just end up there, especially no. when you went on an immunity run. To That's even why get there. I do I do give her credit for her immunity run. And those weren't easy challenges either that she won. Mm-hmm. I don't okay. think she had as much competition, but that's <laughs> a, a different, different story. story. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So are you Kelly? I'm going to go Richard. Yeah. I, I really want to be Kelly. Yes. But I think it's Richard. Okay. And it's not because I like Richard. I no, just want to be clear no. about that. Yeah. 
I would have loved for someone else to be in the <laughs> You're kind of along the same lines of sh- as Sean. Like, it's um, not the most deserving versus least objectionable. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have a favorite quote from this episode? Yeah, mine was Richard walking into the final tribal. Um, he said, whoa, that's hot. As he walked in, he was referring to the fire. Mm. Um, Day 39. I found interesting. <laughs> Realizing um, fire is hot. Yeah, I'm like, indeed. <laughs> That's so true. Mine Richard. is also from Richard, and it's before they go to tribal, and just that day of them, you know, mulling around at camp, and he said, I intend to stay completely out of the sun and do nothing. Seems and I feel like right. that's pretty on brand. <laughs> All right, let's do some birthdays. We also wanted to say that we'll be back to kind of do a recap of all of season one, so this is not our final discussion on some of the finer points of what went down. <laughs> yeah, maybe a little recap of season one and a prep of what's to come for season two. Season two, guys. I'm excited. <laughs> All right. March 27th, happy birthday to Angie Jackus from season 10. March 28th, happy birthday to Ryan Shoulders from season seven, Leah Masters from season nine, and Crystal Cox from season 17. March 29th, happy birthday to John Mish from season 29 and Alan Ball from season 35. And March 31st, we have lots of birthdays. Randy Bailey from season 17 and season 20. I liked Randy. Um, Albert Destrade from season 23. Max Dawson from season 30. And War Dog De Silva from season 38. <laughs> And then we go to April. So April 1st, happy birthday to Colby Donaldson ah, from season two. We'll see him next week. <laughs> season eight and season 20. And then Chris Hammonds from season 33. And on April 2nd, we have Nick Brown from season two and Natalia Azoka from season 37. All right. So that about wraps us. I'm Hannah. I'm Kylie. And thanks for listening to Backup for Grabs. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to podcasts. And then go ahead and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram Backup for Grabs. Twitter Backup for Grabs underscore. Or you can email us at backupforgrabspod at gmail.com.